With Richie and Raider. My guest today is my neighbor. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I'm back to my uh, cleaning phase. Donna, um, stop right there. You have never left the cleaning phase. No, this is deep cleaning. So now that we're in, okay, listen, we're in COVID part two. Okay, like there's, this is like the sequel to COVID. Okay, so we're in the sequel portion of COVID. So I had kind of stopped. I did the whole downstairs, like super deep cleaning. Like if we didn't wear it, use it. I had the big black trash bags. I cleaned out the garage. We've talked about all this, you know. So now I've set my sights on the upstairs because I moved my office, which is my breakfast office upstairs. And now I sort of have a office, which is kind of like a closet office. We have this little room off of, it's like right when you come up the stairs, we have this room and it was always the kids' playroom and they had all these toys in there and all or this books. stuff. Yeah, books and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm tired of sitting at the kitchen table. So I moved all of my things upstairs, much well, to their chagrin. Oh, yes. You have not, I've not shared, shared the conversations that I've had with the kids about mm-hmm. you being up there now. Yeah. Because they're being held accountable. Yes. I hadn't been upstairs since Easter. Right. But now you're up there every day for, and you're working yep. from upstairs and you're right. You know, all three of the kids' bedrooms are right there and you're right in the center. Almost like you're the hub. I'm the hub. And they are not happy. <laughs> they are not Sorry. happy. Dad, how long is this going to go on? Well, one's going back to school and one is starting virtual school. So, you know, I don't go up at like seven in the morning and start doing calls. If I have calls or anything, I do do those downstairs. I am a very... Um, nice coworker. I mean, I'm not one of those people that wears a Bluetooth and yells, you know, at their spouse upstairs in, in a cubicle. Charlotte tells me, our 14 year old daughter, that when she is on FaceTime with her friends and you're on a call um, outside her, literally outside of her door, that her friends can hear your conversation on their FaceTime. Oh, well, too bad. Everybody's coming to dad right now. Dad, you've got to help. Sorry? You've got to do something about this, dad. I love it because you're upstairs now. So I'm able to focus because you were a distraction. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. I'm able to work now all day. And you are, too. It's giving us a little bit of distance. I just got tired of sitting down there and seeing everyone pad through in their pajamas, what they're making for lunch today. It just And when you sit in the kitchen, you eat a lot because you're, like, right beside the pantry. Well, but you also held up. And, again, no big deal. But at dinner, because we do have a family of five. I had stuff all over the table. And you know from listening to this podcast that we are big believers and everybody's at the dinner table for dinner. And so there was always one chair that no one could sit in because there's a laptop and there's yeah, file folders. Stuff. and I mean, yeah. your office basically sitting. So it, I think it it's is. working out very, very well. No, I think I it's too. great that you're up there. I do too. But what I've been doing since I've been up there is I've been kind of like cleaning out all these bookshelves and these toys and stuff. And it's it's fascinating. It's almost like a, um, a stroll down like toy memory lane because I have found all these things and like these fads that were going on and the amount of money that we spent on these fads that everyone does when you have kids, but they're like these gizmo gremlin things. You remember those little furry toys that would not stop talking and you turned them on and they would just randomly like and talk and stuff. And then there's the juju pets. I found a whole basket full of these little hamsters because I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to now move out of my claw office because there's rats up here or mice because I heard this thing going and it was all these little baby juju pets that had been like put into some basket somewhere that for some reason their little batteries were still working. And then I found (laughs) like boxes and boxes of Pokemon cards, which I'm not throwing away because Olivia told me there were something Legos upon Legos upon Legos. Any Thomas trains? No Thomas trains. Those are all in the basement. But I found this whole loom set of rubber band bracelets. Do you remember when they were making yep. all those bracelets and trying to sell them? And then like all those sticker books, like books and books and books of Star Wars sticker books. And it was kind of sad. A Here's the bit. thing that you didn't find up there, though, mm-hmm. was moon sand. No, no. Because we, we don't allow no. it. We give moon no. sand as gifts to the parents that we don't like. Correct. Of the kids. If you've done something to my child, you will know it because when your child opens the present, it's Moon sand. Yeah, moon sand is not allowed. It's just not allowed in your, our house. Your clothes. That's my clothes. I love it. Mm-hmm. My closet office, my clothes. All right. We are at the App and Media Group and App and Podcast Network. And on the way here today, what was your core 57 hype song? So my song was Demi Lovato. And it was um, Sorry, Not Sorry, Not For Any Reason. I just, I love, she has an amazing voice. And there's that line in the song where she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. And I think I'm really good at harmonizing on that song. 
And it made me think, like, what songs do you think? Like, who is an artist that you think you're really good harmonizing? Ed Sheeran. Okay, yeah. Like, you think you could get on stage Castle on the Hill. And hold your own. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just jump up. Like, he pulls you up there. Uh, I've talked about it very recently. Last podcast, maybe. Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. You're very good. Old Blackwater. I'm there. Yeah. I'm hitting every note. Every note. I'll tell you another one that I am freakishly good at is Old Black Water, keep on rolling. Mississippi, we're gonna keep on shining on me. That's very good. Thank Mine you. is the Indigo Girls. I Who? can the Indi- the Indigo Girls, Emily and Amy, Whew. Sailors. And, okay. Yeah. I am very good at harmonizing with in- Indigo Girls. What did what did they sing? Oh, tons of stuff. Thank you. All right. Tons of stuff. All right. So, anyways, I'm adding Demi Lovato. Sorry, not sorry, who just got engaged and is like doing really well. She had gone through a rough patch there and she's doing really well. So that's good. Okay. What about you? What was your song? So they just announced the artists that will be inducted into the 2020 Country Music Hall of Fame literally this morning. Wow. Marty Stewart is one of them. Love him. The other is long overdue, 56 albums. Hank Williams Jr. How has he not been inducted? Are you sure that's not some legacy award or something? No, because the third is the songwriter award, which is going to Dean Dillon, who's a magnificent Nashville songwriter. But Hank Williams Jr. finally is getting inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. I wonder how they're going to do that. Probably virtually, I guess. Don't know. But uh, Old Habits. We're going to add to the Spotify oh, playlist. Boy. Old yeah, habits like you are hard to break. Love with someone new is so hard to make. I had grown so used to you, your love, and all of your ways. And old habits like you are hard to break. That's good. We've got some other Hank Williams Jr. on there, but that'll be a good addition. Gosh, congrats to him. Yeah, long overdue. Yeah, I wonder what the holdup was. Saturday, we were doing some things around the house. Not a whole lot. But you had somehow wired the Spotify hype song playlist through our TV, like in the kitchen area. Okay. It's very easy uh-huh. to do. You okay. Just, well, I, don't, just... I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm a high tech. Here. I was very impressed. And there is like seven hours of music right now on the Caddy and Donna Spotify hype song playlist. It'll go from everything. i go from Loretta Lynn to uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah. And everything in between. There's not a genre of music that is not represented. We went through the entire playlist in one day because yeah. we sat down for dinner at like seven o'clock and I looked and the music had paused and I thought, well, someone hit pause. I don't know how, what means I don't know how to do that. Um, and I went over there and turned up the volume or something and, and it had recycled. We had run through the entire Spotify hops on play, hops on playlist in an afternoon. The funny the thing was like Charlotte walked through the kitchen at one point and she was like, wait, you guys have Tyler, the creator on your playlist earthquake earthquake yeah and then it would play something else she's like what is that okay what is that and so you have country music and then you have jay-z i'm like yeah welcome to our brains yes so i know that you're the curator of the hype song playlist but i can i have a a second one this week yes i want to add phil collins oh in the ear tonight and there's a reason why phil collins released that song nearly 40 years ago as we visit with you now, Phil Collins in the air tonight is in the top 10 on iTunes. And there's a very, very good reason why. Is it in a movie? There are twin brothers, Tim and Fred Williams, who live somewhere in Indiana. And they have a YouTube channel. I forgot the name of the YouTube channel. But what they do is they they film themselves watching or, or listening to an artist for the first time to get their reaction. They've done it with Jolene from Dolly Parton. They've done it for uh, Whitney Houston. They had never heard the song Phil Collins in the Air tonight before. Because they're only 22 years old. And so they filmed them, their reaction to it. And remember the drums? Of, oh, yeah. Well, that's about three minutes into the song. And so one of the brothers, uh, Tim or Fred, one of them said, I mean, they hit pause. And they're like, Phil just dropped a beat three minutes into the song. That was hot. That was hot. And so it's it's grown on their YouTube channel. And their subscribers to the YouTube channel have quadrupled since this all started like, you know, a week ago. But it's also, I saw it on TikTok for the first time. I thought that it Phil Collins was in the top 10 on iTunes because of TikTok. Uh, they have a TikTok 
handle yeah, too. Yeah. But it's, it started on their YouTube channel. How and crazy it, is that? So like, when they gave Dolly Jolene the love, Dolly actually reached back out to them like a few weeks ago and was like, glad you like it, guys. You know? and so you, we talk about TikTok and the YouTubers and, and, and the social media channels and how they do bridge generations. Yeah, it's crazy. There's another one that's going on with Shaggy. I have one question, though. Who names a 22-year-old Fred? You know? Their parents, Donna. It's a family name. Maybe. I love It's that. a family name. I love that. It's a family well, name. Well, it's like an Indiana name, too. That's like a good old, you know, Gary Indiana number. Okay. All right. Um. Anyways, so Shaggy is, okay, you remember Shaggy? Wasn't me? That one? Okay. Okay. Well, and he had that album. So his first, his album that like really took off was in 1996. And it was right. called Bombastic. And he's kind of from, is he from Jamaica? I think he's from Jamaica too. Yeah. So he's kind of like a Jamaican artist, but he, um, he has this new song. Um, well, it's not new. It's like an, it took 23 years since Bombastic. And the song is called Banana Drop. And you're seeing it all over TikTok. Uh-huh. It's that one where it goes, Coop drop and then do do do, do, do like the sunglasses yeah, drop yeah and you drop your you have to, yeah, so you're supposed to that. like do I've these movements and then you do your head and your sunglasses fall down that's shaggy that's sh- well he did it with another dj but he produced it and so he is like making tons of money now and he said he had no idea like this song is an older song it's called um conquera conquera okay but everybody calls it the banana drop song and so that's what it's known as on TikTok. And so it's one of those things, again, if you don't follow TikTok. You should. You should, but don't worry about it. You're not missing a whole lot. But if you type in, like you can go in and type on sounds. And if you type in banana drop, that's the song that comes up. All the videos that, the, exactly. that have been created. Right. And did you know, I found this out the other day. Okay. Sometimes I look at these videos and stuff and I'm like, how? Like there is, a, there was an 86-year-old. I mean, she looked good. An 86-year-old woman doing like the ratchet video and she had every move down i mean like she was hitting every single mark and i'm like how is this possible like i I, i'm not even doing that i can't do some of these things and i read this article and it said that the average person when they're filming a tiktok they practice are you ready for this six up to six hours to get the movements right now, maybe not these really young girls and boys who are like super limber and can figure this stuff out quick. Six hours? But six hours. And I'll have to get the article. And on average, it takes over 45 takes, which are called drafts, if you follow TikTok. I've seen, yes. seen kids, yes. young adults, creators say, found this one in my drafts. So yes. I, I didn't know that's what that so meant. So you put it in your drafts until you're ready to release it out into the TikTok world. But drafts are like edits. And so they said it takes at least 45 drafts or edits to release to one, the one right video. And the moves. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's now, a I, lot don't know, time. I don't know if that's the case for all those little people living in that house out in LA. The hype house. Hype house. They may just like do them on the spur. You know what I mean? But I couldn't believe it. Who has six hours to learn? I mean, I got six TikTok. hours to watch videos on TikTok, but I, I don't have six hours to create. And to learn a dance? I just, I mean, I. It, I get back pain when I bend over to scratch my foot. Well, I get a stitch. So I mean, we're that's right. We're, we're, that's right. We are not. Uh, we are not candidates. All right, you want to, Donna? I'm going to open up my edible. Okay. I went by the hemp pharmacy on my way here and dropped my name. On Wimbledon, right you here, dropped your own name. Damn right, I did for a free edible. Listen, I'll say this: I thought that you were going to get like a hard candy or something, like you know, like a peppermint. I went in there and dropped my name. And I got me a 500 milligram strawberry cheesecake candy bar, which I'm diving into right now. That sounds good. Listen, and you can get a lollipop. I got you, I got you a lollipop. Thank you. It's a, uh, it's a grape. 50 milligram, free. No purchase necessary. You just walk in and drop my name and you get it. So you just come in and say caddy and you get it. Yeah. I love my second act podcast. That's awesome. So I'm going to tear into this. Do you want do you want to talk uh, do you want to talk about Luke Bryan real quick? Yeah. So um, well, he's just been doing a ton of press and you and I were talking about this how press is so different now that you can sit at your house and do probably 200 interviews and Mm -hmm. what I thought about is I wonder if it's making them 
artists take on more press than they would normally. They don't, have to they don't have to travel than they would normally do. But he was on Andy Cohen. He was on um, Kelly Clarkson this morning. He's got his new album out, and um, I thought it was fascinating. One of the things that he said, they were she was asking him where they had quarantined, and he said they started in Florida, and then the beaches closed in Florida, and they came back to um, Nashville, or they live like thirty minutes outside of Nashville. And then there was one thing he had always wanted to do with his sons, and he was able to do it in quarantine. And so he loaded them onto his tour bus, and they went all these places and went fishing, Jackson Hole, um, yeah, just amazing places that he went fishing. And the one thing he said was he loves to fish, and so on tour days he'll go out and fish, but he'll kind of get in a groove and he'll get to fish for like an hour and a half, and then they're like, "Come on, we got to go back." Because you've got to rehearse and you've got to do meet and greets and you've got to do all this stuff. And he said it just would always bum him out. He loves performing, but that he would kind of be getting in the groove for fishing. So he said it was so nice to take his boys out and just fish. And they had never spent an enormous time on the bus, like traveling with him. They had, you know, maybe one state or something, but had not spent a lot of time on it. And so it was just really cool. And I thought, what a great opportunity. When would you ever have that opportunity to do that again? And then the other thing that I was telling you that I thought was so funny that he said is Kelly Clarkson was asking him about his tech setup because that's part of the thing. These people who are doing all these interviews and shows and from, and home. from home, I mean, you've got to have a setup. And if you're not technically savvy, you almost need someone to come out and show you. And there's you really can't do that in COVID. So he was saying that all of his other for American Idol that um, Katy Perry and um, Lionel, Lionel and, and Ryan were all in L.A. And so they have high fiber, you know, fiber optic and didn't have to worry about like anything. Top of the top. Yeah. And he said, you know, they just plug and go. And he lives in a farm on a farm like 30, 45 minutes outside of Nashville. And he said, our Wi-Fi is not good on a good day. And so he said that someone had to come in from the satellite company and this guy, because he could not come into their house, had to live. Well, is it, but he couldn't come in the house because of COVID. It's not that Luke and right. Linda didn't want him in there. No, exactly. Right. It was because of what was going And this was at the height of it. And so um, to get him set up for Idol, the guy lived in his satellite truck. <laughs> and his wife actually got him a porta potty because he, he, he almost had like this little setup in their driveway. And anytime Luke had a problem with his... Um, technical setup they he would like call the guy flip on the, the cell phone the port, <laughs> light or something. yeah and this guy would like start running diagnostics from the truck but it's those little things that you don't think about you know you think about these artists and that they constantly have stylists and press people and you know we've talked about it before whether you're doing radio or tv there's usually a press person hanging out or two or three label people hanging out in the room just you know sliding you notes make sure you push this don't forget about this concert don't forget about this event they're kind of on their own right now they're doing their own hair they're picking out their own outfits they're and i think it's refreshing you know he was on um the Andy Cohen show, watch what happens live the other night. And he was just, it was great it, because he was very, and he's very off the cuff anyway. You know, he says whatever he wants to say, but it was just a great interview. And I think it's, um, I think it's kind of cool to see these interviews because they're not quite as edited. And I think people, you know, when you're at home and you're in your home environment, you're much more comfortable. You're much more comfortable. Some of the Andy Cohen questions. Um, have you ever eaten dinner at the Judd's? That was a no. Um, have you ever smoked Willie's weed? No. Uh, and then the question, one of the questions that Andy Cohen asked Luke Bryan was about Alan Jackson. You ask him if he had ever had a drink with Alan Jackson. He he waited a minute and he said, uh, no, he's a very private person. <laughs> Almost like he'd never, had never had the invite. You know, they asked him what was one song that he, um, someone else recorded that he wished he had. And it was Jason Aldean, Big Green Tractor. And um, it was just, it was a great interview. He did a great job. He did ask him about the Garth that you and I talked about on a previous pod, about Garth removing his name from CMA Entertainer of the Year, what his thoughts on it were. He was very, he stepped around it, but he said, you know, I, I wouldn't want to win a, win an award, an award because someone removed their name, stepped out. And he said he said the same thing basically that you and I were saying, that it's such a big award and it's such an, an important award that. I mean, if you've out, if you've gone out there and busted your romp for an entire year, you want to feel like you deserved it, deserved it, won it. And you didn't get it because somebody yeah. said, I don't want it. Free and clear. Well, who says that? Free and clear. Garth didn't want this. Garth's tired of Garth winning Entertainer of the Year. Yeah. So Ooh. he, he kind of danced around it, but he just basically said, I wish, I wish if those were his thoughts, he hadn't said it publicly, you know, because it kind of tarnishes the award. So 
in the city of Atlanta right now, if you are in a car accident and there are no injuries in the car accident, they're not. You can call nine one one all day, and they're not going to dispatch an Atlanta police officer. They're just not going to do it during COVID. If you go to the Hurt nine one one website, they have all of the documents and all the information that you need to know that you must have. Actually, if you are involved in an accident in the city of Atlanta during COVID nineteen, because they're not going to dispatch an officer. And what is your insurance company going to want first? They're going to want a police report. Well, if they don't send out an APD officer, you're not going to get a police report. So all of the documentation that you need. And all the uh, FAQs, frequently asked questions that you have about this, on the Hurt 911 website, a team of personal injury doctors that can help you get back on the path to living your best life. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. Call now to speak with a personal injury doctor and lawyer. See, with that one call, when you partner with Hurt 911, they're going to get you the most money for your injuries. Okay? They give you everything. It's one call. They're going to give you a, a, a top-shelf attorney. It's going to represent you, get you everything that you need. They're also going to partner you with a doctor from the Hurt 911 Injury Group, an elite team of personal injury doctors and lawyers that are ready to help you. And if you have been in an accident previously and you've been working with a, a law firm and you're just not happy, and it happens because there's, there are a lot of them out there. Come on, let's be honest. There are a lot of them out there, and you're not happy. There's no problem with you picking up the phone and calling 1-800-HURT-911 and saying, you know what, I want to discuss my case with you. I'm not getting the attention that I need with this particular law firm because I can tell you, you're going to get it with 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number, 1-800-HURT-911. Meal kits made easy with dinner affair. Tonight, an Asian pork tenderloin. Cannot wait. And here's the thing about a tenderloin. If you've, I, I make a lot of tenderloins, and I make them in the crock pot, and you, you, know, you put them in there, and, and they cook for a long time. That's great if you have you know, pre, pre-thawed out your tenderloin and, and gotten up at the you know, it's 6, 7 in the morning to get it on there. The great thing about this tenderloin is I pulled it out of the refrigerator, and it says 35 minutes. So we're going to heat it in the oven tonight for 35 oh, minutes. That. We're doing it on the grill. Yeah, or on the grill, exactly. Yeah, no, I love to grill. It's, not, it's 95 degrees today in Atlanta, but I, I listen, I love to grill. But the thing about it and is... it won't take near that long on the grill. No, and you can have these great meals that would normally take, you know, six hours and a lot of prep work in 35 minutes. The great thing about dinner fare is there's no skimping on the taste or the ingredients, but someone has done all of that pre-prep work for you. So... All of the mixing of those amazing ingredients that you probably don't have at your house, all the spices, all of the sauces, everything's done for you. And then all you're doing is doing those last few steps to get it on the table. We did a chicken dish the other night, and it called for like a quarter cup of white wine. I don't know that we would have white wine in our house. Oh, we do. Do we? Okay. Um, But a quarter cup of white wine came in its own individual Ziploc bag. Yes. Every ingredient that you need to make delicious meals from dinner affair. Uh, next day delivery, no contract. They do ship nationwide. $30 off your first order, regardless of the meal plan that you choose, which means your first order can be under 100 bucks right now. $30 off your first order. Use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, at Dinner Affair. That's dinner, A-F-A-R-E, dot com. Fresh, easy to make dishes, uh, very little cleanup, and you're going to love them, uh, even for the pickiest eaters. And I'm a, a very picky eater, as are our kids, dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. So I was reading this um, article about people who... Can I have a bite of my candy more? For yes, me? who are, they're saying like this person was, so they're big things that they're, they're grown adults and they're big things that they are not, have not done in their lives. So this one person says that they are 21 years old and they have never been kissed. Like ever. Like not on the cheek by their mama. Or their daddy. How old were you? Why are we doing this? Hmm? Well, here's what we're going to do with this segment. Excuse me. It's very, very good. In a minute here, we're going to play a round of Never Have I Ever. Oh, and you God. can play as you listen to the podcast. Yes, we encourage you to. And there's... And then send us your you number. Have you read the questions? No. Okay. Because there are some some pretty generic questions, and there's some really dirty, dirty questions. Well, I don't know that we should do the dirty, dirty well, We're going to do both. Okay. We're going to do both. But after we have this conversation about things that people... Have, have just never done before that may surprise you, but certainly there's something that, that you have never done in your life that you think most everyone else has. Well, so Lauren is 21 and she's never been kissed. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, and then maybe she grew up in a convent. I don't know. Um, and then Helen has never read a book as an adult. That makes me sad. 
Like, do you think she just stopped reading as a child? I got to tell you, there's probably a lot of people out there that that, you know, of this newer generation that that refers to because they're just so digital based. And I think it's sad. I've said to you with our kids, it seems like like Charlotte, our youngest, is an amazing reader. Like she could read six books on the way back from Barnes and Noble or the library. Our older two are not as they don't read. Olivia was a great reader when she was younger, but there's something about it when you hit a certain age. Yeah, and I hadn't. I'll be honest. I haven't read a book in a while. When I do read, it's got to be nonfiction. Bi- you like biography and a, a biography or not a biography because I want to learn from it. But I'm just not like I'm not readers. gonna. I'm not gonna. Re- huh? But we we are both big. We've been big readers. Like I like our kids. books. I like yeah. the aesthetic of books. I, I like too. to. I, I don't like to. Um, I, I don't like to read on a tablet. Yeah, I want to be able to highlight and dog ear and mark it up. We have books everywhere, both of us, on our nightstands. But it's been a while since I picked one up. Yeah. But I like to learn from it. I, I, I'm not going to read Harry Potter. Have you ever read Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. I have. You have? Well, and I've, when did you read Harry Potter? I've read two of them. Here's the thing. I have also seen every Harry Potter movie because Charlotte loves watching them. And I've said to you, you need to get out here and watch a Harry Potter movie. Because why, why do I need to watch Harry Potter? Well, because you're watching it with her. It's an experience. Okay, but I, I mean, about, you meant that I about need to halfway find through. Time. I'm, no. Listen, I'm binging Shit's Creek right now. So but about halfway I don't through. Have time for Harry Potter. About halfway through, I've gone like gone to sleep. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. You just keep saying stuff every now and then. I'm like, uh-huh. Chris is a 33-year-old who has never been abroad. I don't know that that's such a... A, a stretch at 33 I, but now you had never been abroad never, until I, I hadn't flown until i was flown here at 19 to interview for my job at the former kicks 1015 yeah and you had never been abroad until I'd never until three three years ago three years ago for christmas we're both big ed sharon fans who did you know that he's he, he and candy are having a girl a, a baby no i did not yeah, that's great yeah um we flew to wembley in london to see him and that was with your like one hundred and twenty thousand other people. That was your first time abroad. It was, and I had a good time. But I, I would have been okay, having never been abroad ever. You know, like right now they don't want us. Like if you're an American, you can't you can't buy your way into Europe right now. So sad. But you I mean you can't buy your way into Virginia? I don't think if you're from Georgia right now. But um, I, I could have I could have gone my entire life and not gone abroad. Seriously? Yeah, I had a great time. It, it was a fantastic trip. And but we, you wouldn't have felt like you missed any no, amount I out on anything. I wouldn't. I enjoyed London. I, I could have. I could have done without Paris. Okay, never say <laughs> that out loud. Well, this is the truth. It's to just, anyone. Yeah, it's just a lot of. It lot, was just a lot of sirens, and I, no one speak. If, when you're in London, people at least will speak a little English. Okay, well, you're in their country, so right. Yeah. But I don't know any French at all, at all, and so it was just very. It was a very odd day for me to be in Paris. A lot of sirens. There's a lot of lot of wrong things going on there. Okay. But you, were, we were only there one day. Right, but there were a lot of. If that was a snapshot. There were a lot of. Uh, there were just a lot of sirens. There's a lot of wrongdoing going on in that city. Okay, like, that is by the train station, not in okay. Paris as well, a whole. Uh, you know, oh boy, whatever. Okay. So I, I had a great time, but I, I could have gone my entire life without it. Uh, I've never been to the movies. Now that one, I do find a little. That's odd. Strange. Mm-hmm. I've never ridden a bike. I think that's actually, in a weird way, I, there's two things that I think are very common, and that is. People who have never never learned to ride a bike and then they just got to a certain age where they didn't feel like they needed to. And the other one, the other big one is people who do not know how to swim. I do and, and let me tell you a little story. My friend Wendy did not learn how to swim until she was in her sixties because she just never learned. And she was very intimidated by the water and she learned how to swim and she joined a swim, swim team. team. She's like on a geriatric swim team. Yes. I love that story. I don't know that they're swimming now, but I was so proud of her. You know? Isn't that amazing? But it's a 72-year-old man who writes, I've never ridden a bike. Well, I mean, he just maybe like, at his age, maybe they couldn't afford a bike or something. It was in the Depression, and then he never learned or something. I don't know. Lauren is 18. She's got uh, quite a few years to go, but she says, I've never seen the ocean. Well, we've got to get her there. Yeah. All right. So you ready for Never Have I Ever? All right. Put yours down. Put your run a show down. Okay. okay. Have you looked ahead and seen the questions? I have though? not. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. If there's anything dirty... What? Then you need to replace the dirty word. Play with yourself in the car okay. right now. All right. So what do you hold? What do we do? We hold up fingers. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with the the like pedestrian questions, and then we're going to get to the dirty part. So what do we do? Put our finger down Hang if on, we've done it. Piece of my hmm? Do we put our finger down From if we've pharmacy? I'm if we've my done name it. Do we put our finger down if we've done it? Yeah, but it's it's, it's more of an. A, a, okay. I'm ready. Well, this is, it's podcasting time. It's not a visual thing. Okay. All right. Never have I ever used someone else's toothbrush. I have. I have. Mm-hmm. Who? Yours. 
Okay. Anyone other than your spouse? Yes, I have. A former, a former boyfriend. Everybody okay, in college. I'm talking like a homeless person, like just a random toothbrush. I'm not. No. Why would you do that? Never have I ever peed in the shower. Oh, I've done that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every daily. Never have I ever dined and dashed. Oh, I have never done that. I really? would never do that. I have. What? In college at Shoney's. I, I, that is like horrible to Skippy, me. Skippy, go get the car, pull around. Skippy was my best friend, pledge brother, roommate. And we went to Waynesville, North Carolina, which is about a half hour from campus. I went to Western Carolina. With COVID. the big boy. I know that statue. And so we were just, come on, broke, starving college kids. And we decided we were going to go to, to Shoney's in Waynesville. And we didn't have any money. That's bad. Never have I ever hitchhiked a ride. No. Have never. you never hitchhiked? No. Okay. Nor have I pitched any picked anyone up. Have you? <laughs> never have I ever lied to get out of going to work. Of course mm-hmm. we all have. Maybe. Never have I ever kissed a celebrity. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, I want you to I want you to think about that one for a minute. I recall mm. some point in your life you had a hookup with a celebrity. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know when you play Never Have I Ever Mean Jess. And these, the dirty start now. These aren't even the dirty ones. Okay, I don't want to do the dirty ones. Okay. Never have I ever had sex in a public place. Okay, I thought we were going to say that word. What? Brush someone's hair in a public place. No, no, that was radio. I, I don't know. Brush someone's hair. I don't know. I don't recall. I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> like you're in a deposition. I'm in a deposition. I do not recall. Okay, you have. Why is this about me? Why aren't you answering the question? Because I'm, I'm, I'm. Have the you host. ever hooked up with a celebrity? We've moved on. Okay. Now to the other question. Okay. Uh, yes, I've had sex in a public place with you. Okay. Please what? stop. Okay. I need some more candy. I don't bar. want to play this game. All right. We'll just do two more. Never have I ever been to an adult store. Mm. I feel we have together. Okay. Again, I what? think I probably like maybe for work or something. Like to for call work. on. work. Yeah. Okay. Never have I ever had a friend with benefits. Okay. Well, I don't want to do this game anymore. I really don't. Never have I ever given or received a lap dance. Okay. I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Like Carl, pull the plug. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. Okay. Okay. One more. Oh, my gosh. Never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. Think okay, I have, no, Think no, no, I have not. Think about that, Don. Think about that, Don. I have not. No, I have not. I, have I not. just don't. I, I'm, I'm too. I couldn't do that. I have not. I, no. For I a lot not. of different reasons. I, mean, I can barely go. I mean, I'm like a clean freak. I can barely go in that bathroom and go to the bathroom. Donna. Okay, I have Donna, not. No, Donna. I have not. Okay. You don't know. I have not. All right. Let's shift from that to talk about our friend Donna. Mm, I'm sure she's I bet you Listen, I bet you and Donna, Anderson Rogers, I bet a lot of these things y'all did together growing up together and in high school. Well, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not going to speak for her. Mm-hmm. Never have ever had a one night stand. Okay. Let's keep going. Hmm? Let's talk about, while we're talking about one night stand, let's talk about the mattresses that they have at Gallery Furniture. Or the night stands. How about that segue? <laughs> so they are full, full in that warehouse with product. I mean, we were up there probably two weeks ago and they've completely remodeled the entire showroom. And it's, it's the thing that I love about it is you go in some furniture stores and it's packed, but there's no rhyme or reason. There's just stuff everywhere and it's almost overwhelming to you. The thing that's so great about the way Don and them have it set up is they have these great, um, it's almost like a, I don't know, I'm going to say like a vignette. I mean, they've got the great rug, the lamps, they've got the couches, all the accessories, all the accessories and it, they kind of show you it's staged so that they can, you know, you can see how it, it looks and you know matchy matchy in in furniture is not the thing anymore where everything like matchy matchy where everything matches but that's what they're so great about is they're going to go over and pull a recliner from the recliner section pull a rug from the rug section a couch from this section and put it all together for you where it looks great yeah and the one thing that you and i've been talking about lately is we are aware listen we're in the same situation we are aware where Right now, you may be looking at some things in your house and you're like, I really need to replace it, but I don't have the money right now. Start one piece at a time. You know, if there's just one chair that's driving you crazy, replace that chair with a recliner or another chair. And the great thing about Donna and them is they're still going to be there in a couple of months when you're ready to add in a couch. When all these, uh, many of the big box furniture stores drop, the big box retailers. They're either closed, they don't have the inventory. You know, and that's the thing. If you finally are going to pull the trigger on a piece of furniture, you don't want to wait 
two months to get it because you're like, why do I want to tie my money up? I mean, I think about that all the time. Like how depressing is it to order something and then you get the notice that you're going to get it three months from now. You're going to get instant gratification. You've saved this money. Go up there, spend the money, and then they're going to load it up for you or deliver it. If I'm up there, I'll help. It's going to be in you. I loaded up an accent chair the other day for a gentleman in an S10 pickup truck. But there's nothing more exciting than getting a piece of furniture and moving it into your room and seeing it. You know, so go up, tell Donna we sent you. And Donna's laughing right now yeah. um, as I talk about loading it up because she's she's like a horse about loading things up, tying things down, knots. And, the other you know. Donna, not me, yeah. Right, no, Donna from Gallagher. Yeah. Ask for Donna, hashtag ask for Donna. Yes. Family-owned business, over 30 years. Ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna. Shane's up there, Marilyn, Donna's daughter. 1,600 Browns per drug game sales, where are you going to find them? And uh, as my Donna said, uh, you don't have to start big. Right now, you can just start small. Yeah, start with find one thing. Find a piece or two. Yeah. Ask exactly. for the Wolfman, ask for Donna at Gallery Furniture. All right. I'm going to now shift from my candy bar to my sucker that I got when I dropped my name on the way here today. Swung by the Hemp Pharmacy right in front of the Home Depot on Wimbledon Parkway in Alpharetta. I want to say this, that a lot of times, if, you're, if, if you are not familiar with CDB products. CBD. CBD, what did I say? CDB. I've been eating a candy bar for the past 40 minutes, all right? If you're not familiar with CBD products, they're certainly on your radar. You need to know that they're available for and and can help you with with joint pain. They can help you with anxiety. They can help you with stress. Sleep. Many times, there are physicians right now that rather than write a prescription for your child because of everything going on right now in the world and because of anxiety and all the things that come with all this crap that we're living with for, for, for the first time, uh, for kids and, and for yourself with anxiety and stress and things. With the kids specifically, doctors are saying, there are physicians that are saying, listen, because they're, they're coming in daily to the hip pharmacy to see Richard and Christy Roth. The, the, the physicians are saying, you know what, listen, you ought to look into some CBD gummies. Yeah, some natural alternatives. And that's what they are. And I think the great thing about Christy and Richard is that they are completely legitimate. They have kids. They have um, pets. They have a German Shepherd named Thor. And just like we do with Roscoe and Sally, our hound dogs, they, they give them CBD treats. treats and also oil over their food. Yeah, so it just kind of calms them down, especially if you have an animal who... Um, hates thunderstorms, hates lightning, uh, fireworks, any of the th- big things that are going off, it just calms them down. It does not sedate them to where they can't function. It just helps them sleep. And it does the same thing for people and for children. And I think it's really important when you go to these stores, there are a lot of these stores out there. And you may say, why do I need to travel to their store when there's one down the street? Because their store is incredibly clean incredibly nice and they're very knowledgeable and I would not buy products from someone who did not have children you know if I'm going to buy something for my children I want to know that the person who's selling it to me has children and they also have um very um they're very educated on it they have strong backgrounds they are they did not just buy a store or buy a franchise and stick a sign out they are incredibly knowledgeable so the biggest thing about using these products is intimidation and not knowing what you need to take or what could help you. Just go in there and talk to them. You're not going to, it's not going to be embarrassing. Everybody right now is suffering from anxiety, sleeplessness, restlessness. So just go in and talk to them and let them help you out. When I was there earlier on the way here, uh, they had several clients come in. One of them uh, was asking about smokables. They have edible smokables, topicals, tinctures, uh, everything that you need. I stopped and got gas earlier this week at a gas station, went in to give me a water if you believe that for a second, but I, I did stop and, and they were selling CBD products at, at the checkout of a, a gas station on a corner. market. That's not somewhere. where you need to be buying them. The hemp pharmacy is right in front of the Home Depot on Wimward Parkway, Christy and Richard Roth. And when you go in and you drop my name, the purchase necessary, you get a free edible. Okay. And I'm not talking like a, a peppermint or something. You can choose from a 500 milligram CBD candy bar, or you can get you a sucker and they have grape and they have lime and I have both right now. And their Facebook page is Hemp Pharmacy, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y Alpharetta. You can check it out on their social channels and kind of see some of the different products they have. So we're seeing a lot of second quarter revenue reports being released. And this was the period, April through June, I think, Donna? Yes. Which was the bulk of the pandemic. Right. The Atlanta Braves are one of the only ball teams, professional ball teams, that are controlled by a publicly traded company. 
Yeah, a lot of ball, Liberty Media. Liberty Media. Yeah, a lot of ball ball clubs, ball teams are owned by consortiums, just like football teams family. are. Families and you know groups of investors and that type of thing. And so, if you have a publicly traded company, you, you are have you have stuff. to release your earnings, and they're starting to come out. And the Braves, it came out this week, and it's just really kind of dismal news. The Atlanta Braves reported this week a ninety five percent drop in their second quarter revenue. This time last year. Just listen to that, 95%. This time last year, $198 million. This quarter, just $5 million. I'm honestly shocked it's that much. Braves. Yeah. Because you think nobody is sitting in the seats. Nobody's buying concessions. Parking. The the advertising, sponsorships at at, at Truist Park, where the Braves play here in Atlanta, but, but also radio commercials. TV commercials. Yeah. There is so much revenue. Souvenirs, memorabilia. It's unbelievable. Beer. Well, and when you think about that park at the Battery, I mean, I certainly don't know any of these details, but I would imagine, you know, when you when they stepped out and went over to the Battery and, and went over to that park, which is now Truist Park, I mean, I'm sure they took out big loans and there were big plans and, you know, probably overstretched. I think a lot of companies did that because they knew the money was going to come raining in because they were over in a, in the suburbs and people were going to come back. And they did, you know, when they first opened the ballpark, there was a lot of question about moving it from downtown, how successful it was going to be. And it was incredibly successful, but who, as we've all talked about, would have guessed that this would come along and completely just, throw a bomb well destroy the season and destroy the season just playing 60 games and who knows if we're going to be able to get into full 60 and you what were you telling me about the players i thought here, that was here, very here's interesting. about the, the contracts because you imagine the huge money contracts in in professional sports anywhere but specifically in major league baseball and and with the atlanta braves there was an agreement with mlb the major league baseball and all of the well the players union i guess all of the players who under this deal, under this agreement during COVID, no players are receiving more than 37% of their originally contracted salary for the year. So the Braves' payroll is projected to be about $55 million for 60 games, which we hope that we get 60 in. But in a regular season, it would be, I can't even imagine, much, God, yeah. I can't even imagine Triple how much, that it, well, or something. if that, yeah. much more than that, I would imagine. But no players receiving more than 37% of their originally contracted salary for the year in yeah. major league base. That's not just for the Braves. That's uh, for the entire sport. Yeah. I mean, I think that, and there, and I'm sure that there are other ball, you know, ball programs that are in, in the same, that are hurting the same, but they just haven't released those numbers. And, and that's, that's the thing is, you know, we're just now, I mean, in the middle of that, of the beginning of the pandemic, I mean, obviously people were losing jobs left and right and things were happening and for those individuals, it was a very real thing at the time. But I mean, I think we're just now starting to see the large, long-term effects on big companies because, you know, they've had this this group of months to, to roll out earnings and it's now showing. I mean, you know, you're seeing it in black and white. And, and I was telling you the other day, you're feeling it when you drive around your individual city, whether, you know, where we're, where we broadcast from is in North Fulton. It's a suburb, suburb 30 miles north of Atlanta. of Atlanta, but it doesn't matter what city you're listening we are to. Hardy's shut down. Yeah. Whatever city Hardy's. you're listening to for the podcast. I mean, it's going on all around you. There's two Wendy's restaurants that have shut down. And I said to Burger I King at old Milton and Haines Bridge. Yes. I said to someone, I said, why Wendy's? And they said, Oh, well, they came out. Wendy's an Arby's parent company. There's an Arby's, another Arby's that closed down that, came out and said that they're having to shut stores, you know, and you look at these malls and these huge like open air malls that were built that, you know, had all this leasing available for stores and nobody is going into a store. I think Amazon is going to come in and gobble up a lot of the mall space to use as fulfillment centers. Could be. All around America, which would be a, a great move for a lot of people, including real estate you know, business, real estate operators. I mean, those trucks like don't that. stop rolling. No, they don't. Can and you imagine getting the contract, uh, the contract for that fleet? But I was going to tell you that the <laughs> funny of, thing of, was, what, they had been sprinters or yeah, I don't know some, but they had like last night. This guy showed up, um, not to our house, to our next door neighbors, and he had a, he was driving like a Hertz um, fleet van, 
And it said Hertz on the side of it, but then it had this little teeny tiny um, Amazon logo too. So, I mean, I think they've grabbed any vehicle that they can just to, to get stuff out. But you're right. They, they make, you know, and it is kind of sad because when you look at the overgrowth in some of the cities and the suburbs where, you know, there's a lot of building going on around us where we live. And every time you drive by, you look over and think, who, who's going to rent this space? You know, who, we've already got all this empty space. So who's going to take all this? Is it just going to be empty buildings or something? And as we've seen all of that devastation, which it is, and, and lost business and, and brands. Jobs. I think that we were all so very curious about, we knew Q2 was going to be horrible. It's going to be devastating, as, it, as we're seeing now, because everybody's having to report this week, most everybody. And I certainly didn't suspect it to be this bad. And the, the Braves is just one example. That's an example from, again, a, a very rare publicly traded company that owns a major sports franchise. But coming from radio backgrounds, iHeartMedia, which is the largest terrestrial radio broadcaster in, 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 in yeah. America, they released their numbers for Q2. And they're down $500 million. $500 million. From Q2 2019. But guess what's up? Podcasting. Yes. I think 116% increase yes. in podcasting revenue for Howard Media. Yeah. And a lot so of it is we're just. glad you're here and we appreciate it. Yeah, that. we do appreciate it. And a lot of that with the broadcast is just, you know, again, sponsorships and revenue and advertising and all that kind of good stuff. So not good news. We are excited to expand the brand with the App and Podcast Network and App and Media Group. And if you're listening uh, to this episode of My Second Act on Upload Day, which is Thursday, August 13th, this coming Monday, the 17th. Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider is going to premiere. We recorded the first episode yesterday here at Apple Media Group. So exciting. And it was Richie, who is an officer and a, a very good friend of our families, but one of my closest friends, and his canine partner, Raider, who are social media superstars. Yeah, they're like darlings. She looks so cute. Um, we put a couple of uh, photos up on our social media channels, and she had on her little earphones, and she looks so cute. And I put some videos up on the Cadillac Jack Facebook page, too, of her in here, and uh, she sat right next to where you are in that chair, and she just uh, she just hung out. Hung out, and the it, it's a very pro law enforcement podcast, and I think that that's a voice that we need right now more than ever. This podcast, Caddy Wagon with Reggie and Raider, and you can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and if or wherever you're listening right now is available everywhere. But um, we started developing this podcast back in April, and after the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis in late May, we said, you know what, let's hit pause for a little bit. And right after that, we said, let's go. Now, th this is actually a great time right now in the present for the voice of law enforcement to be heard and supporters of law enforcement to be heard as well. So it, the podcast is basically this. It's conversations, learning, and teaching moments. It's live audio from 911 dispatch calls. Uh, I do ride-alongs every week with Officer Richie and Canine Raider. And so when we get dispatched to a call, we roll tape. And you hear in real time, you hear the siren, you hear the dispatch radio, you hear it's real stuff. Live PD was a very well-liked show on the A&E network. Oh, yeah. It was canceled. A&E's ratings are down 50% after the cancellation of Live PD. Even before it was canceled and that happened, we knew in early development back in April that we wanted that Live PD feel and sound to be a part of the podcast. And just because... A&E said, we're done. We're not doing it anymore. We're, we're, it's still very much a part of this podcast. Uh, we're going to salute other canine teams around America. Raider's going to tell a joke. I love that. Every podcast, canine Raider. So uh, subscribe right now. And Monday, August 17th, uh, or right now, again, depending on when you listen to podcasts. But check it out. With, and there's uh, a furry friend. There's an opener. There's yeah. there's lots of, there's different canine teams that are going to be doing openers and, and working and with you guys. the first episode, too, that we taped yesterday, we talk a lot about COVID-19 and how policing. it has changed policing and law enforcement yeah. and in the whole mask debate about what are your legal rights if you don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And, and, and so it's going to be current topics and current conversations, but we're going to have special guests down the road and special segments and, and fun too. It's, it's not when we first started talking about this, officer Rich and I said, you know what? We want to have fun with it too. So it's not, it's not serious, but you're going to, you know, think about right now. You have that one question that you've always wanted to know about policing or law enforcement. We can get you an answer to that. 
Yeah. Right now. And you can you can reach out to me and it's on social media or email. Or even on our line. On our um Yeah. And and we can answer those questions that you have from someone who knows the answer. Yes. So uh, also, Donna's getting ready to launch Hustle, a brand yes. new podcast with a good friend of ours, Bill Rawlings. And yep. you know Bill from uh, Atlanta Real Estate, but also he has a recurring role on Chrisley Knows Best. Yes, he's really good friends with the Chrisleys, and he's been on that. He's been on a couple of different TV shows here in Atlanta. He's got deep connections um, here in the Atlanta market, and we're going to be interviewing people who have overcome adversity in their lives and have um, turned situations that could have been incredibly challenging um, into successes. And I think right now, um, you'll find there'll be something in each podcast that will number one, make you smile, but also give you an idea. You know, it's, it, it's a tough time right now. And a lot of the people that we're interviewing have been through really, really tough situations. And, um, we're going to announce the first couple of guests in the next couple of days. And I think you'll enjoy the conversations. So we're excited. And you can subscribe now to both of them. Yeah, you can subscribe now. Hustle with Don and Bill Rawlings and Candy Wagon with Richie and Raider. We would love to hear from you. A couple of different ways to do that. We have a, a, a voicemail text line that comes straight to my phone. 770-464-6024 is that number. And at this point in the podcast, I always like to check and look. Mm. Carl, after we get done, we're because I changed the password on everything yesterday, I can't get, I'm not getting anything. So this particular episode, I, if you've reached out, give me a couple of days. Oh, well, we'll bank them because there's probably yeah, so many. Yeah, absolutely. We will. Absolutely. Yeah. But when you do call or leave a, a message or a text, make sure you include your name and city so we can give you a proper pod peep salute. Yes. Social media channels at ATL Cadillac. And don't forget, hey, say to your smart speaker, play Cadillac Jack. And the most recent episode of my second act will begin to play. We have a small ask of you three things, if you don't mind. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Also, subscribe to Caddy Wagon and Hustle. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod, and we are over 500 now, you said. Yes. Magical number. We are over it. And number three, show our sponsors some love. They include a Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, The Hemp Pharmacy in front of the Home Depot and Wimber Parkway, American Made, third-party lab-tested, locally owned and operated, drop my name, and get a free edible. Just no purchase necessary. Just walk in and drop my name, and you can get you a strawberry cheesecake, 500-milligram CBD candy bar, or a sucker. 1-800-HURT-911 and dinneraffair.com. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are so grateful, thankful for the support of App and Media Group and proud to be part of the App and Podcast Network.